0: Are you listening to this show hoping to get some golden nuggets to help you on your way to recovery? Well, great. I hope that you find them because that is exactly what this show is for. But if you really want to take your recovery all the way, completely commit and get on track with your goals, whether they be finally feeling overall healthy, finally getting pregnant or finally getting back to training, you'll want to join us inside of the HA society. Not We've got a few recovery periods. We have your back, and we're all your new best friends. So come and meet us at thehasociety.com forward slash join. That's thehasociety.com forward slash join, and the link is in the show notes for you. Okay, on with the show. Welcome to the Hypothalamic Amenorrhea Podcast. I'm Danny Sheriff, your host, certified fertility awareness practitioner, functional nutrition counselor, and founder of the HA Society, and of course, an HA recovery coach who has walked where you currently are walking. This is the place to come if you care about getting your period regularly. This podcast aims to educate, inform, and keep you motivated on your period and HA recovery track. So let's dive in. But last thing, nothing on the show should be taken as medical advice, so please seek the advice of your physician. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the HA podcast. It's recovery story time, everybody's favorite episode. Um, Some people don't listen to every episode, but the ones that they listen to are always the recovery stories, and that's cool. That's why we do them for you guys. Um, to see uh, other people's journeys and what's similar and what you can take from their story and apply to yours. So today I am joined by the lovely Lindsay Larson. Hello, welcome. Hi,
1: I'm so excited. Mm. I always listen to these, so it's so surreal to be on the other side of it. Um, mm. But like Danny said, my name is Lindsay Larson. I just turned twenty one and I'm a college student. I go to UW-Madison in Wisconsin. Um, yeah, so I can just dive right into my story if that sounds good.
0: Yeah, I mean, definitely. I'll say to like, uh, we usually don't get as many people at your stage of life. We've had, like, some 15-year-olds on the, you know, on the show, things like that, but most of the time people are in their, like, late 20s and 30s, so I'm excited to kind of hear you and going through your college experience because there are absolutely girls going through it at your age they just usually won't enlist help so this is this is a good episode tell me where where it began what's your story
1: okay well I think that my story really began kind of right when I got to college for a couple of reasons I saw college as like a really like big blank state and I kind of took it as an opportunity to reinvent myself and I didn't really come with any close friends so I was meeting all these new people and they had no idea who I was previously so I was just like okay I'm going to be like the healthy girl who's put together on top of it like just perfect and that was like my goal and I've always kind of had like perfectionism like run its course throughout my life in a lot of different areas but this one was really just about like body and exercise and food and I really kind of just went all into that when I got to college and the results are like the (laughs) just the pain that came with it came really quick Mm -hmm. um I lost my period like the first month of getting to school so I got to school in September and I missed it that September and that was really really weird to me because I had always had super regular periods like growing up um I will say I grew up well like just to backtrack a little bit so in middle school and high school I ate whatever I wanted I moved however I wanted I was pretty active I was in sports and I just really went with the flow of life Um, And then I was never on birth control. So I feel like that is also an important point to make. Um, I was Mm -hmm. pretty small, naturally, like I was very lean throughout high school, just naturally, and I had a cycle. So I, I was healthy for my body type. But um, I thought I could maintain this coming to college and even become more of a health nut. So Like I said, when I got to school, like I literally just hit the light switch and everything like was on. Um, and also I do want to add the idea of the freshman 15 was probably the most toxic, like main drive that I had to do this.
0: Yeah. I
1: I was, yeah, I was so scared of it. And I feel like a lot of girls are like, it's very like cliche, like thing that people like people literally will ask me like my family like when I came home like my aunts and uncles were like oh d- doesn't look like you've been gaining the freshman 15 or like make it a point of a conversation uh, I know and I was just like so scared of that so I think that was another reason why I kind of was like okay I'm gonna buckle down and just stay in shape because like I don't know and yeah so- I don't want to gain
0: the freshman 15 like that's why which is so crazy because it's yeah. you're just in such a growth stage of your life and people contribute it completely to just like drinking alcohol which like yes (laughs) I understand um but also your body's just changing you know ah, yeah okay
1: I know and like for me I was like not that BMI is real whatsoever but I was like already teetering on that line of like being really really lean already and I was like you know what I actually even want to lose a couple pounds I was telling people which is like ah scary like looking back I'm like oh my god but anyways so long story short started you know begin like to work out every day go for a run go work out like go to the gym lift weights go to group classes I got into like hit classes which I think you know we've talked about is really not healthy, especially for women's bodies in this stage of their life. So I think that was kind of a really bad habit that I didn't necessarily understand was bad until I'm like looking back on it in retrospect. Um, And on top of this, I was walking like 25 minutes to every single class because my campus was huge. So I was hitting like 10, 15,000 steps every day on top of all this work. And then when it came to eating, I just didn't eat at the dining hall. I was like, oh, that food's unhealthy. It's not for me. I'm a healthy like person now. So I would not go to the dining hall. I would make my own food. And this food was like not enough whatsoever. And like at the time I was like, oh, I'm doing good. Like this is a, this is a good meal. Like I would eat oats and like peanut butter. I would eat like good food, but I would not eat enough of it. And I just didn't make the connection that, all of this work and stress that i was putting on my body not to mention being in an entirely new environment college that i would just had never been in before and then not fueling myself even close to enough was just slowly like deteriorating my body so i was just completely overloading my system and i was stressed out like i would fall or I would try and fall asleep at night and I literally couldn't fall asleep because my body was like humming on like just adrenaline and anxiety and this sounds funny but I almost liked it like I almost liked running on the fumes like it kind of like made me like get up and like do things and like I didn't have energy but I had like a like literally fumes that I was running on. And yeah, like survive. it's like
0: survival energy that yeah, allows exactly. you to keep going. Exactly. Yeah.
1: So for a while that's kind of what I was doing. And then like I said, I kind of had all new friends. So they just thought this was like how I was like I was always like grinding and like eating super healthy. Like if we went out to eat, I would like order the most like healthy thing on the menu. Um Or like just not eat. And I will say I never really got into calorie counting. I like my sister had suffered from an eating disorder and I had watched her go through that and I was like, I will never do that. But in my own way, I think I really was doing that. I just was like, oh, if I don't count calories, then I don't have an eating disorder, which is like totally wrong. But anyways, I kind of just went with that. Um, My boyfriend did notice so we I had been with my boyfriend we've been together since seventh grade so it's been a while so he knows me really oh. well. yeah mm-hmm. so he knows me really well and he was kind of just like what is wrong with you like what are you doing and why don't you know like why don't you I don't know it just like kind of put up a wall in a relationship and I've heard a lot of other people have the same struggles so I just wanted to throw that in there too did but... he feel like
0: like you were did he feel like you were changing in a way that like um wasn't you anymore
1: yeah he was just uh, like where's where's Lindsay? yes where's and seventh like, grade Lindsay? exactly where's seventh grade Lindsay? but no he was just like noticing i wasn't as like outgoing and i just i really had like my routine like i was a like wake up do this do that repeat every single day and so it was kind of just like he would be like oh like i'm gonna come into town let's do this and i'd be like okay but i need to work out and also we need to go to this restaurant because i don't like the options at this restaurant and so Mm -hmm. it was just like i lost all like spontaneous energy that i once had and he was kind of just like okay like you need to like not do that and i was like no you don't understand i'm like doing this for my health and he was like okay like whatever so he kind of just like let it slide for a while um but I mean I'll talk about this later but he has been like probably like my biggest supporter so I'll get into that but okay yeah and then so all my friends like I said just thought that was how I was so they didn't really like notice anything um and then I will say throughout this like freshman year of college like especially first semester I was just comparing myself to others like no other like in the gym I would be constantly looking around me who's here like what do they look like how thin are they like are they heavier than me just trying to like when I would walk into a room I would like go around the room and be like mm, who's heavier than me who looks better than me in this room which is so toxic it and... doesn't sound
0: like you at all like from speaking to you it just I can't imagine you doing that
1: And I did like, I would catch myself and I would even catch myself be like, what is going on here? Like, that is just too much. But I think I was just really just wonder
0: how much of it was like, I wonder how much of it was like scanning to make sure you're not getting the freshman 15, like are other people getting the freshman 15, like the freshman 15, like, because it doesn't sound like you to be judgmental. It sounds more like just a way for you to determine where you're landing.
1: Yes and like I would also like this is also so bad but I would like on Instagram I would be like I would see someone post a new picture and be like oh my god I gotta go look at their old pictures see if they gain weight between these two pictures like you know and because I was scared that I was going to like gain weight between my pictures or something like so yeah I don't know man and then um I guess kind of going into like food I did have to I started to develop some like rules around eating like times like specific times to eat and like specific meals like I would really just eat the same thing kind of every day um and like I yeah I mentioned like going out to eat I would not order or like order something super clean whatever um and then this also kind of just compiled into like a bit of, like, a binge restrict cycle. Um, I wouldn't say I ever, like, really had bad episodes. I don't want to speak to, like, people who are, like, experiencing that. But I did have periods where I would, like, eat a lot and feel really guilty and then, like, try and, like, get back on track, um, like, the next day or whatever. Or, like, on Monday, I'm starting again. Or, you know, I think that's a pretty common mindset. But... Um, another toxic habit that I had that I actually was talking about um, on the HA Society page because someone had posted something about it but I would like try on all of my jeans like and I had like 30 pairs of jeans I love clothes and especially like vintage jeans and denim was like my favorite so that was another big fear it was like oh my gosh if I gain the freshman 15 I have to get rid of all my jeans that I've like spent like my whole life Curating. And so uh, I would literally try them all on and like be like, okay, still fit, good. And then like the next week I would do it again. And this is just so toxic. Like I would really worry about not fitting into these jeans, which, spoiler alert, it's not the end of the world, but I don't know. And I would also like take videos to see how my body looks, like just very like body dysmorphia. And I was, this was like the, Smallest I'd ever been, and I was unhappy with my body. Um, but, anyways, back to the period. So, eventually, it didn't come in September, and I was like, Okay, that's really weird, but maybe it's just because I'm stressed out because I got to school. And then October came, didn't come. November came, didn't come. I went to the doctor, and they're like, Okay, let's do a pregnancy test. So I was like, I'm not pregnant. I need you to tell me why I don't have a period. And they were just, so they gave me a pregnancy test, and I was like, I don't i'm not pregnant and Sorry. they're like okay I'm they not did it pregnant. to me too <laughs> yeah and so i was like okay thank you and then i left with no answers just now i know i'm not pregnant woohoo and then <laughs> yeah and i don't know i just kept you know nothing really changed and then i will say though i did gain some weight during this process and it wasn't like A lot by any means but I like was my body was trying to like grow into its full form like I went through puberty pretty late so I was like still you know I was still like growing and I was just like really trying to not let myself and this got to the point where like I literally ripped like the entire ass of a pair of jeans like I bent down and the entire butt ripped out
0: so you grew hips basically which is like an age appropriate thing to happen no matter how hard you tried to not
1: exactly exactly and I was like so upset I was like why am I growing hips like why I want to be like small tiny like so I was just really frustrated and you know if anything I just pushed my body more which really was not helping me in any way and then fast forward just a couple more months of the same old and I was like okay I actually need to address this because I'm really worried that I don't have a period and I just like I wanted kids someday that was like my main like I need a period to have kids I need a period to be healthy and isn't this the reason that I'm doing this in the first place to be healthy so of course I thought I was like a unicorn as we say here and I thought Mm -hmm. I had some other type of issue, so went through all those hoops, but then I realized, I think I knew, like, deep, deep down, like, my gut was, like, no, you, like, just need to, like, chill and, like, eat more and stop, like, pushing your body, and so, yeah, and then another little side quest of this journey was I went to the gynecologist um, a couple months later and was, like, explaining my situation and they tried to put me on the pill which I was so mad I actually started crying when she told me that because I'm like can't you just help me like this is not and I knew I was I had done my research so I knew it really wouldn't help me in any way and like it would just stick a band-aid on the real issue so I, I was also scared I would gain weight on the pill so mm. that was another issue for me but right. I think I knew deep down like that wasn't the answer for me. So I left the gynecologist mad and I came across the HA Society Online. So at about this point, I had thought I tried everything I had been in like my own like little recovery that I tried to do by myself. And like this was like eating an avocado and being like, Okay, the healthy fats are here, <laughs> but like, I wasn't mm-hmm. doing all of the steps, so i it didn't magically come back like I hoped it would, So I knew I needed to change, and I made the decision to work with Danny and Mishi, and um, I just started to realize that like true health is like having a period and I mean, a bunch of other things, but I wasn't truly healthy without a period. So anyways, I needed a push and the one-on-one coaching was like something that I was interested in because I just need someone to tell me what to do and be like, this is what you're doing and you're not doing it right. So I was very thankful when I found this and then um with Danny and she like, I mean, you know, Danny, we did like a deep dive, like on everything. And this was really nice because like, I started to realize like a lot of things that I was doing that I didn't even realize that I was doing. And it started to all kind of like piece itself together in my head. And I was like, wow, like I'm actually really doing harm to my body. And like, this is not going to be sustainable for me. And yeah, I don't know. I guess my first step was kind of decreasing my exercise and increasing my food intake, really like focusing on like adding a lot of protein to my meals and making sure that I'm like eating a lot of snacks. I've always been a bad snacker. So that was kind of something. And this was so hard for me. Like the first couple months that I was with, like working with Danny and Mishi, I was like really down bad. I felt like I was like losing my identity that I had like built so high up since starting school and it was just it was so hard like eating more food like my stomach was hurting I was feeling bloated I was feeling like really bad body image but like I just knew that I needed to do this because like my main reason I think it was so important that I had a reason going into this um otherwise like I would not have like been able to do it but I just like really wanted to do this for, like, the future family, and I know I'm only, like, literally 21 years old, but, like, I figured, like, starting sooner is better than later, so, like, I don't want to wait until I'm, like, late 20s, 30s, and, like, wanting to have a kid and then not being able to, so I was, like, I need to do this now, and then also, like, I was, like, starting to realize, like, like I said before, like, being healthy is having a period, being healthy is, like, if I'm not having a period, am I really healthy? And like, that was the whole reason that I wanted to do this. Like I wanted to build a healthy lifestyle, but it was like backfiring and blowing up in my face. So, (laughs) and then also I was thinking like, I did not like my body even at its lowest weight. Like I was constantly insecure, body checking, like trying on all my jeans. Like I was the leanest and smallest I'd ever been, but I was the most insecure ever. And, like, fast-forwarding to now, like, I look back and I feel sorry for myself because, like, I am so much happier now, even in a body that is, like, what I would have been afraid of. I don't know. And I, like, I couldn't see it at the time. Yeah, dude. Back, like, I feel so much better now. So – and then also I just, I craved a life of abundance and joy and like not overthinking my next meal or my next workout. And like, I just, I wanted to go back to like, I was like in middle school and high school. Like I was so happy. I had friends. I was going out with friends. I was doing all these things without like batting an eye. And now I had like really gotten lost.
0: Hey, are you trying to recover and maybe even fall pregnant naturally? Or head to our website and you'll find a link for it and find when the next available presentation is going to be that's the forward slash masterclass. hey guys okay we had a bizarre technical difficulty i don't know it my speaker stopped working microphone stopped working It was wild and I don't know what happened, but we're back. I have to use a different microphone. So I might sound a bit different, Um, but that's okay. So we don't remember exactly where Lindsay was when she realized I was flagging her down that we needed to like pause and fix this. But I'm gonna get her to pick up again at um, when she was talking about uh, getting used to the body changing and and her experience in her body changing. Does that sound good for you? (laughs)
1: Yes. Yes. That's totally fine. Okay. Um. So basically, yeah, I was just talking about things that kind of like got me through it. And something that I like remembered was like, I didn't like my body. Like even when it was the smallest, like leanest, like I was so insecure like at my smallest. So like it wasn't worth it like at all. And I feel so much more comfortable in my body now. Like even though it was the body that my freshman year me would have feared like it totally changed like my perspective changed and i am a lot happier now than i was at my smallest so that was something that got me through and then i also just craved a life of like abundance and joy and like not worrying about my next meal or next exercise and just being able to like go with the flow like i did in high school and like before like i had started this and yeah so that was stuff that all like kind of got me through and without that like I said like it would have been so hard to do it without it and even with those things like this was probably the hardest thing that I've ever done in my life and even though it was the hardest it I would do it a million times again like it's been so worth it to be recovered and to have my cycle back it's not just having a period it's all of the other things that come with it, like feeling energized again, feeling happy again, feeling like sexy again, feeling just like so much more comfortable in my skin and not chasing something that is like unattainable to me. So anyways, like I was saying, like with Danny and Mishi, we did a lot of work. And I also had support from my boyfriend who was just like so encouraging to me and like he just wanted me to get better because of course like he wants a family someday and he cares like about me and he could tell like I said before like he could tell that something was not right with me and so and then my friends also kind of picked up on it I kind of let people back into my life and didn't have such a front of like I'm the perfect put together girl who works out every day and eats only like Broccoli or something. I uh, like let my friends back in to my life, and they actually threw me a little period party when I got my period back. They like frosted a whole oh. cake and made like red like little drinks. It was so. I'll have to send you a picture, Danny, or post it in the. You box. will have to, and I
0: think what's special about that is like now those girls know about this thing. Like exactly. I guarantee you, at least one of them will come across it whether it's like their daughter or their sister or a future friend or something like that. And they'll be like, I had a friend. And she actually cared and she got it back. And it will like, that's like, that's why the importance of sharing it with your friends. So I love that you had a whole party. Yeah.
1: Well, it was a surprise. I had no idea. And I walked in and they like had like red like banners and like, like, confetti and I was like what is going on and they're like we threw you a party because you got your period back and so I was so (laughs) grateful I know it was so sweet I was so grateful that I like opened up to them and you know when I told them they were like oh my god we had no idea like we didn't know any of this because like we haven't met they had never known me before so it was kind of just like I could tell they were like, oh, my gosh, Lindsay's being vulnerable. Lindsay has flaws. Like, it was just, like, so <laughs> because I finally felt like I didn't have all this pressure on myself to be this, like, perfect friend and girlfriend and, you know, college student. There were so many roles that I was playing, and I was trying to do all of them perfectly. And no one's perfect. So it felt so good. And then, yeah, I guess, I mean, it was a pretty, like, my recovery time took, I think, like, four months maybe um so it was like a decent timeline I feel like like I was like I didn't know what to expect I was you know I was really eager to get it back but it did take a long time and a lot of like days I was like oh my god when is it gonna come but it was worth it in the end and yeah yeah okay so much here I took a couple notes of things to uh
0: (laughs) ask you about Um, but I love that as well, just kind of at the end there, like, what a mantra. No one actually wants a perfect friend. Like, I think that's true because, because to a certain extent, like people are going to start noticing that you're perfect and either they'll be suspicious or they just like, won't like you because it's not real. It's not true. Um, no one wants a perfect friend. Is like, I feel like that would help me when I, if I was feeling um, uncomfortable about sharing. So there's that. (laughs) Okay. And also, so with the the whole four months timeline, I mean, our program is generally three to four months um, for that reason. But what I, something I think is interesting about you is I was expecting a slightly faster turnaround for you, right, based on uh, time spent with HA age. And as well, how you showed up to the calls, fe- seeming very willing to like, give me the instructions, like let's do it. And so we got off, I think probably our first call and Mishi was on the call. We don't usually have two people on a call, but she was newer to the team and we wanted her to just see how we format everything and what we do. And um, we got off the call and Mishi was like, so are all your clients like that receptive? usually, and just, like, ready to go, I mean, I don't remember exactly what she said, you know, but she was just, like, is this normal, because you're very, um, you're probably very bubbly, bright person, like, bright energy person, who, um, I don't know, you just, like, you just bring it, right, to the conversation, like, if you were feeling down or low, someone would probably really notice, and, um, I think that that however made it difficult and that's the thing that's they're the hardest people to work with are actually the people who appear totally fine with the entire process from the outside when you're like how's it going oh it's all right going good you know what (laughs) I mean Um, because yeah it's suspicious and so it's like it's kind of it kind of throws, um, it kind of throws you a bit, you'll, you'll be like, so why is this not working so quickly enough, right, um, the, you know, why is this going a bit longer than I thought it would, and that's all well and good, but I do also think, like, you were probably, you had, you just exp- expressed, and I feel like this is really my first time truly hearing that, You expressed, you're like, it was really hard. Because when we spoke, you were like,
1: I'm doing it. It's good. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's so true. I feel like with like, I mean, even though you were like on my side and on my team and giving me like all this help, like I would really only share like the very tip of the iceberg because like, I don't know, I've always been so like outgoing and bubbly and a little bit more reserved. But I mean, this was a good opportunity to really get it all out there and like it's always better for me to look back and like retrospect and realize a lot of things that maybe sometimes I don't even like allow myself to like process until after the fact
0: Mm -hmm. I could see that I could see you being like I only realized it was hard now yeah I'm through it um yeah I mean she was like you know is this normal and I was like no it's not but just wait (laughs) We'll just wait it out and see how it goes.
1: <laughs> yeah. So
0: all oh good. That makes sense. Um. Okay. So I was curious to, uh, you, you got some um help to be able to do this with us from your dad. I am interested in how that conversation goes with your dad, and how like, yeah. Just I don't think that's everyone's experience to be able to like go to a parent especially a dad and like ask about stuff like this what was that whole vibe
1: well actually I don't know what I told you about this but um so my mom was like obviously very important in my life and she passed away a little bit before this happened so I didn't really have the opportunity to like have a mom to turn to but I actually told my dad and I was like dad I need help like I don't have a period and whatever he's like okay go to the gynecologist so I did and then I told him about you guys when I found you and he was like that sounds like something that would be good for you if you want to go that path um, but you have to decide that yourself like I can provide you with like what we have under our insurance and whatever. But if you want to do that, that's kind of on you. So I actually did this myself as a college student. I paid for this myself and I made this decision for myself and my dad fully supported me, just not financially. Why didn't you think that wasn't what happened? No, it I was Okay. Okay. I'm but thinking. I mean, I, I, uh, maybe you,
0: the- maybe you just talked with your dad about it.
1: Yes. I think okay. that's what you trying to get at, but Um, either way I do want to say that as a poor college student this was the best money I've ever spent first of all
0: well first of all props to you because probably also I was just like college students just don't you know they just can't they don't so props to you I made an assumption and you probably just (laughs) were like I'm gonna talk to my dad about it okay yes well good I'm glad best money you've ever spent
1: yeah well and I mean talking to my dad was like a little awkward but He, I mean, I think he just could tell that I was needing some help and, you know, even if he wouldn't tell me, he would notice, like, when I was home for the holidays, maybe I wasn't eating the same or, like, I was working out still, like, I'm brave. And you guys have
0: dealt with an eating disorder in the family before.
1: Yes. And so so I think his senses were, like, heightened, but I just don't think, like, I mean, he kind of wanted me to do this by myself and I did, so it was good I, my dad I love him it was no hard feelings but yeah
0: yeah okay that's solid I love that um and I'm I'm curious like you said it was a little bit awkward but like was that was that just in your head and it was actually fine or were you both kind of like um cool
1: Why I think are you it was in my head. <laughs> no it was in my, head. my dad doesn't he's a girl dad there's four of us like he's <laughs> fine so yeah girl dad but he has a son now yeah
0: yeah girl dad plus one boy yes he sounds like an interesting dude
1: yeah I he's something
0: <laughs> <laughs> he sounds like an interesting dude okay cool well is there anything else that you feel like is kind of worth um, sharing or even just a message to people in a similar situation to you? I don't know. Like, have, is there anything that you just haven't got to say yet?
1: Um. I mean, I feel like I've kind of covered all of like my story and like when it, okay. when it all like went into it. But I mean, I do just want to say like if anyone resonates with my story, especially like early 20 year old girls I just think that you should take action right now um not only is it better for your like body's actual health it's going to be better for your mental health and your physical health and everything and like I think it would be absolutely tragic to waste away these years of your life especially in your 20s and I feel like I lost a little bit of my college experience because I was going through this so I would just recommend to, like, t- take action, you know, join the HA Society. I'm, like, a huge advocate. <laughs> but I'm, like, I'm the healthiest I've ever been. I feel nourished. I'm full of energy. I'm confident. I feel feelings. You know, I enjoy my life again. And it was it was hard. It was, like, the hardest thing I've gone through. But I would do it again a million times if it means that I could feel this way again. So, Ooh. You got it in you.
0: Do it. Yeah. I mean, there are definitely also going to be women in their 30s or whatever who, who went through school having not done it. And they're probably yeah. like, yeah, I lost like those years. And yeah. it's so easy to be younger and just coast by because, like, I don't know, we feel like we have more time. We actually aren't necessarily uh, experiencing the negative side effects as much so early on. Right. Like it's just not, exactly. Like, what's the point of letting it get deeper? Like, what is the point? Like there's so many women who come on the show and they say like, I wish I knew this when I was younger. I wish I did something else when I was younger.
1: Exactly. And, and they- this
0: whole, like, I'm the unicorn thing is like stopping everyone from doing anything about it
1: yes no I know and like I would listen to this podcast like this exact podcast and be like oh these women are so old so like literally if you're listening to this right now if you are listening to this right now this is your sign that you need to do something about it
0: these women are so old stop <laughs> probably the oldest person we've had has been like i don't know like 35 (laughs) i i forgive you i totally get it i remember i remember what it's like that's hilarious but that's amazing advice thank you for saying it. that's why because also like to flip the bias i could easily be like you know what like she's 21 she like she sorted out in four months like whatever you know Maybe it's not going to resonate with enough people, but that's some BS. Because our reproductive years are a really long ass time. And you should be having a cycle till you're in your 50s. And like, if we can start resolving the issue at the very beginning, when this stuff is happening, when we're going into college, and when we're feeling anxiety because the world is telling us you're meant to stay in a prepubescent body. Like if we can just like plug that hole now, uh, a lot of pain will be exactly. resolved, avoided. Um, So I think that's really, really important. And as well, like if you're, if you don't want to miss out on, you know, your college years, that's one thing. But if that's far gone and now in your twenties, well, you also don't want to miss out on your late twenties and you don't want to miss out on your early thirties. You don't want to miss out on your late thirties. So like, can we just start right. missing out? Like, like no that's matter what I what. feel.
1: yeah. <laughs> Like, no matter what, you're giving up time out of your life to, like, put yourself in your own little world, and it's just, it's not worth it. So I stand by everything I said before, but yeah, I just go for it.
0: Yeah. No, I love how you just said that. Like, you're taking time out of your life to put yourself in your own little world, but it's like a trash world. (laughs) It sucks. It's so good. Yeah, that's so good. Well... Lindsay, thank you so much for sharing your story. really appreciate it. Um, you're the best. Oh, well, and thank you so much for having me. to see how things go. Me. And yes. enjoy your time in Italy, abroad. Oh, thank you.
1: I'm so excited. Eating the pasta. Yes. Doing the thing. I cannot Good. wait. Well, thank you for having me. And thank you to everyone listening. You are all the best. And I love you all. <laughs>
0: Hey there, it's me, Danny, and I want to tell you about TempDrop as a fertility awareness method tracking option. So many of you guys know that we actually recommend the fertility awareness method both as you're going through recovery and 100% after you have gotten some cycles back and you're starting to move forward for the rest of your reproductive years. So TempDrop itself is a wearable fertility monitor and we love it. It's a wearable device, so you put it around your arm, and you can use that instead of taking your temperature manually with a thermometer each morning. So I'm personally a big fan of the manual tracking, all of us at the HA Society are, and that's the method that we use, you know, just using a good old thermometer. We use that with our clients because it's the best way to use it as a diagnostic tool, as a practitioner. And it's also the best way to ensure if you're trying to avoid pregnancy that you don't get pregnant. However, manual temping for many reasons is just not always an option. When you're in the middle of recovery, again, we do recommend manual temping, but once you're cycling, the temp drop is actually a really great hack. So it gives you basically everything you need to effortlessly track your fertility status, like where you are in your monthly cycle. So you wear... The tempdrop sensor while you're sleeping for accurate basal body temperature readings without the stress of early morning wakeups. So I personally love this because with a toddler, my wake-up times are all over the place, and the occasional sleep disruptions make using an oral thermometer a lot more difficult. So tempdrop's accompanying charting app enables you to track an array of symptoms alongside your basal body temperature. This includes tracking your cervical mucus, if you've been using OPKs, and then it also gives you sleep insights too. So you can combine these fertility signs all in one place, and that will help you identify your fertile window, confirm ovulation, plan for your period, and if you're trying to get pregnant, you know, identify whether or not you are pregnant. (laughs) So whether you're trying to conceive or avoiding pregnancy, or you wanna chart for health reasons, like HA recovery, making sure your cycle is not slipping back in the HA direction. Temp Drop makes fertility awareness accessible to all women, even if you don't have regular cycles or sleeping patterns. So, track your ovulation in real time with the Temp Drop. And we are lucky enough to have a 15% off code. So, if you go to their website, they're usually having a sale, but you can stack this code. On top of the existing code. So just go to tempdrop.thehasociety.com and use the code AFHA Society. I think, too, if you just go to tempdrop.com and, and use um, AFHA Society at the checkout, that will work too. So happy temping and good luck. This episode is brought to you by Grassland Nutrition Beef Liver Capsules. Did you know that in terms of nutrient density, beef liver actually blows vegetables and fruits out of the water? If you're a client of mine, you have already been instructed to eat beef liver either fresh or in capsule form. I recommend it for anyone and everyone who is of course dealing with amenorrhea and fertility challenges out there but i may even recommend it for just everyone in general get your husbands on it get your partners on it if you have a history of ha and add on top of that maybe a history of the pill maybe you've been pregnant before you know through treatments or other like you've just your body's been through anything You know, you're absolutely 100% dealing with a nutrient deficiency of some kind. And while it's true that testing is going to be the best way to understand those exact deficiencies, eating nutrient-dense real food is going to be one of the most important next steps that you take with or without testing. So I've been using and recommending grassland nutrition beef liver capsules for years now. And the Capsule form makes it so easy to get your liver in every day, and I appreciate the transparency of this product in particular above others. So in case you're wondering, it's completely natural. This is freeze-dried beef liver in capsules. It's organic, it's made from Australian beef, and my favorite of their products is the liver with kelp because of the iodine from the kelp, which is important for overall thyroid function, which is often low in women with underperforming hormones so rather than eat seaweed snacks every day i get to take this beef liver with the kelp for my iodine so if you're recovering or working on a fertility journey right now do not skimp the nutrient rich source of beef liver get 10 percent off your order with the ha society and support your favorite podcast along the way they ship to most countries, so you should be covered. Just go to grasslandnutrition.net and use HA Society, just HA Society, at the checkout for the 10% off. That's grasslandnutrition.net with the code HA Society.